Greetings. I want you to know that you are loved. That there are people in this world who know the living God. And I'm one of them. I don't know him fully. I know his word. I know my testimony in truth. And I know that God loves you and I love you too. I'd like to take a moment to pray for everyone that hears this. I pray, I pray for gracious favor from God Almighty in your life. I pray for tender, kind mercy from God for you. I pray about the truth of forgiveness and the man who shed his blood on that cross to give us that forgiveness. His name was Jesus. And I pray these things I pray these things over your life, into your life, that you may be blessed, regardless of any situation or circumstance that you are in or will ever encounter. Today's message... I'm going to give you guys some scripture to look up if you have the availability to do that. And I'm going to tell you a couple of things. The first thing I'm going to tell you is I'm going to give you an idea of who God is. The Bible says in Matthew verse 1 or chapter 1 verse 23, God is with us. That verse tells us that. Oh, how lucky we are that God is with us. That his spirit is all around us. That he sees all and knows all. He is our only hope. And what a great hope we have in him, folks. Because Matthew chapter 3, verse 9 tells us that God is able. He is the Alpha and he is the Omega. He is all-knowing. And he has all power. Matthew 19.17 tells us that God is good. Oh, like the song goes, He is a good, good Father. Not just to His children, but to all mankind through all the ages that mankind has existed. He is good to us. Matthew 19.26 tells us that God makes all things possible. Do you hope? Do you have a hope for good things? Or is your hope rooted in yourself? Is your hope rooted in selfishness or greed? Or do you hope in the good things that God has already promised? Because for those who love Him and spend time with Him simply to spend time with Him, God can and will 
make all things possible. Not only for you, don't think about what's for you, but through you in your love for others because you love him who loved you first. Matthew 22 verse 32 tells us that God rules the living. Well, I don't know about you folks, but that's good news because I'm here today and he put breath in my lungs and the blood pumps through my heart into my veins throughout my whole body and I am alive because of he who created me and he who created me created all that was created he is the God of creation Mark 10 14 tells us that God loves children the Bible says we are his children meaning the living not just a child under a certain age of years have you never met a full-grown man who is like a child they exist women too we are but children to God he knows everything about us he knows everything that's gonna happen in the future he knows every thought every person has ever had Every feeling, every tear, every regret, every mistake, every sorrow, every insecurity, every fear. Are you afraid? Does this new world scare you? Did life scare you even before that? God loves children. He's inviting you to be his child today. He wants to adopt you and give you a bountiful inheritance of heavenly treasures and riches that are beyond stuff and things and anything physical in this world. His kingdom is the kingdom of heaven. And although he rules and reigns over earth as it is his footstool, he does so with kindness and compassion because God is love. Luke chapter 1 verse 35 tells us that God is holy. He is set apart. He is above all. He is morally above all. He is above all in wisdom and understanding. He knows everything most of us don't even know what we're going to eat for lunch. We are like children to him. Luke chapter 16 verse 15 tells us that God knows our hearts. Man, my heart's been broken so many times in the 46 years I've been alive. I can't even fathom how I would count the ways I suspect your story, regardless of what age you are, is that you have experienced numerous, even uncountable or even unthinkable heart ache and break. God knows our hearts. God is a healer. 
God is a restorer. God is forgiveness. God is tender mercies. God gives us gracious gifts from above. Anything good that you could say about yourself is a gift from God. If you're smart, he made you smart. If you're loving, he made you loving. If you're good at something or have a unique talent for a particular thing, he gave you that gift. If you have the gift of forgiveness, it is because of him. If you're a good businessman and you're wealthy, it was a gift from God. If you own your own home, your home was a gift from God. And like the book of Job tells us, you came into this world naked, meaning with nothing, but completely in need. And you will leave this world naked, meaning with nothing, completely in need. And your only hope hung on that cross 2,000 years ago. His name was Jesus Christ, the Son of Man and the Son of God. I'd like to take a moment, now that we talked about who God is, and pray. Lord, I pray over everyone that hears this. I pray to speak into their hearts with a glimpse of who you are, who we are in you, and who we ought to be. Lord, I pray that you humble me. Lord, and I thank you that I even be here at all today and get to say that I know you, that I know you like a child in great need, that I know you like a sinner, fervently, emotionally repenting and lamenting over who I was before I knew you. And my faults and flaws and mistakes today, Lord, I repent them. And I look to you, Lord, and I look to you that others may know you out of my love for them, my willingness to share with them, to share my personal relationship with you, knowing you through your word and through good teachers. And I say these things to speak over all who hear this message that you would speak into their hearts and that they might come to know you for both their sake and yours, Lord, because I know you love children. This planet's full of children in need of adoption from a good, good father because they need a heavenly inheritance. And I say these things in Jesus' name. Amen. going to take a moment and pause so that you may think silently to yourself in all honesty who are you in God who are you in Christ Jesus Well, I'll tell you who I am. 
and who you are if you choose if you choose to search truth truth because the truth is right and it's always right regardless of what anyone else says or thinks if I were to tell you that I had two dollars a dollar in my left hand and a dollar in my right hand and if I gave them to you they would be ten you would know I'd be lying two plus two does not equal ten nor does it equal five one plus one does not equal five it does not equal ten the truth is the truth the truth was the same yesterday as it is today as it will always be God is truth and his son the son of God Jesus Christ the man the person being fully human yet being fully God being one with the father in heaven the good good father He is holy. And let me tell you who you are, who you could be, what was already done for you. 1 John chapter 1, verse 9 lets us know that we are forgiven. That means you. It was done when Jesus said, It is finished. You have already been forgiven for everything you have ever done. What you might do today and anything you could conceivably do for the rest of your life. Would you repent and change your mind and turn your ways and press forward loving God receiving his love. Well you receive his love first then you love God back. He loved you first. It was his idea before he even formed and created the world. His idea was to love you. And you were forgiven. You are free. I am free. We are free in Christ Jesus. It tells us so in Romans chapter 6 verse 18. When you give your life to Christ, you are righteous. As it tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 21. You are righteous to change your mind when you repent and follow God in all his ways of tender love that he first loved you, that you might love him back of your own free will and accord. You might love him back and receive his love. That you might change your mind and set out to love others in a morally right and just way. You are a new creation. I am a new creation. We are a new creation when we surrender and submit and die to our selfishness and die to ourself and who we thought we were and wanted to be. You are a new creation. When you are born again to live for Jesus. Remember, folks, Jesus is God and God is love. And when you surrender to love, all things become possible. The love of Christ is what saves us and gives us salvation. 
his forgiveness, his willingness that he loved you while you were still a sinner, prideful in your refusal to repent and follow the truth. You are a friend of God. As it is written in John chapter 15, verse 15, we learn that we are friends of God, the God Almighty, God the Highest. You are saved by grace. I am saved by grace. Everyone that was saved, that is saved, or ever will be saved, is saved by the grace of God. We learn this in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 18. It is not anything you can do to save yourself. Do not look to another mortal man to save your soul. It's God's gracious favor and his good will to all mankind that any man could even be saved at all. You are a temple of God. And we learn this in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. God says that your body is the temple. Isn't that amazing? We are walking temples of the Most High God. Take care of your body. Do not tempt the Lord. Try to discern what might be best. Seek the truth. Want to understand the truth and the knowledge that is the wisdom of how we ought to live. How we ought to live is we ought to live edifying one another, lifting each other for the sake of love. Not accusing each other for our sin and our fault and our mistakes and our temptations. That is what the devil does. Hear me out. I do not say to ignore sin. If you see sin in someone you love, you should lovingly tell them and commit to endure and continue and persevere in ongoing telling them the truth out of love. Not to condemn them, but that they might know the truth. And that you must first love them because sometimes the hard truth in life can only be received when it's received and was given out of genuine, honest, sincere love, looking to gain nothing, but lovingly telling you the truth, that you might know the truth. Take care of your bodies. Be moral. You do not want strange diseases from multiple sexual partners. You do not want to eat things that will make you sick. 
You ought to wash your hands before and after you eat. You should wash the things you eat out of. You should get plenty of sunshine and exercise. You should pray secretly to God that no other man hears what's in your heart. But give the secret place of your heart, your emotional heart, and your most honest thoughts to the Most High God who loves you. Use your body as a temple. And a temple is a place of prayer. You are the salt and light of the earth. Jesus is the light of heaven. And if you have given your life to him, his light shines through you and your morally righteous, upright, and just love for those around you. Love God. Know his love for you and move forward in how you ought to love one another, to help one another, to lift each other up in loving prayers and pray for good things for one another. Be the light of love in your community. Be the salt which is flavor. It's a valuable spice in the ancient world. Be that flavor that makes your neighbors want to get up in the morning to see your smiling face saying, Hi, neighbor! And knowing that they love you and that you love them. It gives glory to God when we love one another. If you believe in the name of Jesus Christ and you are willing to follow him and have changed your mind from who you were before your spirit was reborn, you are a saint. I believe, and that makes me a saint. We are the saints of modern day earth. And we learn this in the book of Ephesians, chapter 1, verse 18. You are a child of God if you have surrendered your life to Christ Jesus. 2 Corinthians, chapter 6, verse 1, tells us that you co-labor with God for goodwill here on earth. Do you want to be in the business of helping God spread love across the world and for your generation, for the other generations that are alive, for all of humanity to spread love? Do you want to co-labor for the sake of love? Do you need love? You are loved! Romans chapter 5 verse 8 tells us, read it, you are loved. I believe I tell every listener in every recording that God loves you and I love you. And my Lord and Savior Christ Jesus, the risen Messiah and King of Kings, came on a rescue mission 
about 2,000 years ago. And he said, it is finished. Fully taking the wrath. The full cup of wrath. All of God's wrath for the sin and the evil within humanity of all the ages from the very first day to the last day. He took it all. He took it all for you because you are loved. If you love God, you bear hope for the things that I say in your heart. Hope is the evidence of faith. We have faith in all kinds of things. We have faith that we're going to eat today or tomorrow or hopefully soon. We have faith that we will wake up in the morning. We have faith that somebody in our community or our house loves us. We have faith in all kinds of things. Have faith in God and know that you are loved by Him. Jesus settled it all on the cross. And if you want to know that you are loved and where God said that, look in the book of Romans, chapter 5, verse 8. His promise is faithful. His words are true. Every word in the Holy Scripture is true, whether you want to believe it or not. But isn't it unbelievable that one of the most important things God wants us to know is His love for us. And if you love the Most High God, you can find in the book of 1 Peter, chapter 2, verse 9, that you were chosen. He picked you long, long ago before man dwelled on earth, before the earth was formed. He chose you whatever day you choose to receive Jesus in your heart. God knew that you would do that. And He chose you long before you lived. Because when God created heaven, He had a plan. And that was plan was for His children to reside there as citizens and rule and reign with Him in His kingdom forever and ever. Every day we mark on the calendar is a day closer to the last day. God is faithful to His word. Jesus will return riding on the clouds, seated on the throne, and there will be a last day here on earth for humanity. When that day comes, when my last day comes, I want to open my eyes and be loved be loved by the Most High God for all eternity with no tears, no pain, no suffering, no sorrow, no trials, no tribulation, no persecution, no death. Love, love, love in abundance of riches and treasures that are love in heaven for all eternity. Genesis chapter 1 verse 27 tells us that we are made in the image of God. Man and woman are made in the image of God. 
everyone that comes from their mother's womb, whether they be male or female, were made, created, loved when they were created in the image of the Most High God. You can read it right in his book. It's the most popular book on the planet throughout all of the ages ever since written history was written and recorded. Philippians verse chapter 4 verse 13 you can read it. You can do all things with God in you. Nothing is impossible for God. Romans chapter 8 verse 17 you are a joint heir. If you believe in God and follow Jesus dying to yourself to love him who loved you first and follow him in his love for all, not just those you like, but those you dislike or even your enemies, you are a joint heir in the inheritance of the Son of God. Emmanuel, God among us, who paid that price fully for you, the only thing you have to do is repent, believe, which is to receive his love, move forward loving him, loving others. Love each other, folks. Lift each other up in love. And that starts in prayer. You are delivered. You were bought with a price. You were redeemed. You are a citizen of heaven. God is the author of your testimony. You are his workmanship, his masterpiece. Have you ever heard the expression, love conquers all? Well, God is love. And when you receive him and believe him and set out to search for his truth all of your days, you are a conqueror. Because love conquers all. You are a conqueror with the love in your heart. You can read. You can read about how we become a conqueror. Or how God conquers through us, using us. When we turn ourselves over and surrender to his love. And accept our own faults and mistakes, which is the humanity of the sin nature. It's our nature. We are inherently imperfect. That's what it means for all of us to be sinners. If you say you are perfect, I challenge you. Prove you are perfect. No man is perfect except be the man Christ Jesus. Romans chapter 8 verse 37 will explain to you how we conquer this world Oh yes, even the grave. Oh death, where is your sting? Oh death, where is your sting? Although death is scary, we are surrounded by evil in this world, this fallen world, full of imperfect sinners. We're all imperfect. That is our sin nature. But I serve a perfect God serve the highest God, the most high God.
and he is kind and he is gentle and he has forgiven me and he will forgive you too. And that is the message of hope that I bring to you today. Break the chains of sin. No, it does not mean you will sin no more. But if you acknowledge your sin, your imperfection, your own humanity, you're an imperfect human being that sins, and you admit that to God, and you believe that he loves you and wants what's best for you for all the right reasons, and you accept this imperfect world and the lives that we live and the situations and circumstances that we face in a physical world being imperfect people with this in nature. But you move forward. You move forward in love. You move forward in receiving his love for you that was laid out in the very beginning of creation when time began itself. You. His love through you. He will conquer. He conquered the grave already, folks. He is risen. And you, when you close your eyes here on earth, your very last time, you can open them in heaven. You can open your eyes to the kingdom of heaven. God's kingdom. The kingdom of my Lord. And experience perfection. Not the pain of the world. Folks, we enjoy, or, or we, <laughs> some people enjoy the pain of the world. We endure this pain of the world but a short time. If you were to live a hundred years, God would call it a day or less. He calls it a vapor. Poof. A flash. It's here and then it's gone. No matter how long you live. It was just a small fragment of a piece of time. Time throughout all the ages, long before the ancient world, long after, there will be singing in heaven. We will rejoice. We will shout. We will jump for joy. We will praise the Lord and we will rule and reign with him forever because he is love and love conquers all. He has defeated the grave. He has given us the signs. He has done the wonders. All we have to do is repent and believe. Change our mind. Always be seeking the truth. Always be following the Lord. Stay rooted in his word early and often each day. Make our mind, make our heart, make our body and soul a house of prayer with all of our strength for all of our days. And oh yes, you will be weak. There will be weak days. But he is strong in your weakness. There is power in your testimony. God loves you. I love you. Let me pray over you. Lord, I pray. I pray for every last soul that hears this message. I pray that it would touch their hearts and you would draw them near to you. And if they are in bondage, if they are afflicted, if they are consumed to slavery, to sin, 
Lord, I pray that you would hold true to your promise and you be nearer to them than you ever had before and draw them to the sun. Draw them out of the darkness. Use the unseen light to show them the truth, the light, and the way. And I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. God, be a blessing to all that have ears to hear, those who have eyes to see, and touch their heart. Touch it in a profound way, using your perfect love. Amen. That's my message. That is my message to any and all who will listen in here, to any and all who will search that they might see, to any and all who are willing to pray and pray faithfully and keep praying to search for the truth that is who is the living God and who am I in him. That is my message for you today. I love you all. Thanks for listening. You are loved.